Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. college basketball conversation going here on the block once again welcome to it on a monday with you from two to four every weekday i'm austin he's strick one player i want to get to in this segment strick yay kasei tomonaga yay we haven't heard what exactly is going on uh if you were listening earlier uh, steve marrick of inside nebraska thinks that kasei tomonaga is coming back to nebraska doesn't know for sure and this can be you know this can go a couple different ways number one is when, for the benefit of the program, does Nebraska need to know what Casey Tomanaga's decision is? Let's just start there. Well, uh, it's always sooner. The sooner the better is always the best way. Um, it's understanding that you have to go out, weigh your options. You have to go out, um, take a look at what the marketplace has to offer for you. you. You have a great idea of what's going on out there in, in the Japanese market for you. You know, somewhere upwards of $3 million possibly for him on that. But again, it goes back to what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. What is your ultimate goal? I venture to say that if Keisei Tamanaga decides to go and play in the Japanese league, he'll probably remain there. That's probably where he'll be. Mm-hmm. Because it won't make sense to go there, be making that kind of money, come back, try to solidify yourself in the G League, and hopefully make a team. It's just, it, at that point, it's not worth it. Right. The order would be out of whack. Yeah, it's out of Give whack. yourself a shot at, at the G League. Maybe, 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 yeah. maybe, probably not, but maybe NBA. Because Japan should always be there. Yeah. You know, if you prove you can play, you should always be able to go back there yeah. and play. So, is, in your opinion, the lack of a publicly announced decision from Keisei Tomonaga holding up other players from committing to Nebraska out of the transfer portal? Well, I won't say it's holding them up. I would say it's hindering the Huskers' ability to be able to assess uh, the direction that they they want to go. They we know and have an understanding that they are looking for a lead a lead guard. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we j- we we know that guys are there. Q. We know that uh, uh, McPherson, and we know that uh, Romel Lloyd is there, and. Uh, we have a, Jamarcus. Jamar- well, and then there's the Cook. Is it Cook? Um, who, who's the young man that's coming? Um, uh, he's he, he's in the he he signed out of out of high school. There, I can't. Oh, Rice, Rice, Rice. <laughs> so we know that's that's happening. You're very guard heavy in Layden. Mm-hmm. So really, you're looking for depth and 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 also in some probably still some shooting. Uh, to tie in with C.J. Wilcher, uh, you still have inconsistency uh, there with um, um, with um, Gary. Gary, and mm-hmm. so you're looking for that. But then you need a a staunch center mm-hmm. because injury laden. Breidenbach, we don't know. Blaze Keita is up we'll and down. See. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So you've got a lot of unexpected. So you're looking for somebody that can you know that has got numbers, tape, that can get the job done. And that's what's holding that process up because otherwise you're going to have to have a conversation with somebody that's going to have to send them to the transfer portal. If you're Fred Hoiberg and his staff, number one, how frequently are you in contact with Casey and what's your message to him? I mean, frequent. I mean, I'm talking at least 
two, three times a week. <laughs> I would be talking to mm-hmm. him. You know, hey man, we you know we need we need we need some understanding. This is what we have for you. This is what we're opening up for you. This is what people are saying about you. You know, what's what, what's your next thoughts? Mm-hmm. This is then then it will be a progression. Here's why we're still on you. Here's why it's not pressure, but it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it, you know so you're having these these progressive conversations about why who you're looking at and you're you're involving him in the process to say hey we're also trying to add individuals here to help you know you and to help this team to not only be better but we still see you as a centerpiece you know so that's the kind of conversation do you think some of the hold up some of the delay is that Casey is still you know taking classes that he's not out of school do you think that just being busy as a regular student athlete, getting work in and, you know, doing classes is contributing to some of the delay where he doesn't have maybe as much time to have those, you know, NIL conversations or the professional conversations, or do you think that that's important enough? He would, you know, maybe push a class or two to the side to have those discussions. I mean, it's coming down. It's coming down the pike. I mean, obviously you don't come here just to, you know, uh, you, hopefully you're not mm-hmm. just coming, you come here to get, get your degree, uh, whatever it is that you were working for, there's nothing greater than having that paper to me. I, I think that paper is so important in so many ways. It shows that you have stick to it in this. You have the willingness to see see things through to the. It it goes beyond just what you what, what you do on the court. Um, that's why I was so grateful to the staff over there, um, Dennis LeBlanc and all those guys having that conversation with Dennis LeBlanc before I left. Cause I was like, Oh man, Dennis, I'm going to come back. I had a few classes left and he just stayed on me, stayed on me. No, I'll finish it in the summer, you know, get it done, man. Walk, you know? And I, I kept fighting them and kept fighting them, but no, it, they're really good at doing that. And so, you know, Casey, I'm sure having great conversations, he's working his tail off. He's come to get his paper and, and uh, hopefully he'll stick it out and, and, and continue to finish it. The other road to go down with this is the NIL aspect of it. Yeah. We know that things have been loosened up slightly for international students in terms of restrictions. So there is some earning potential for Casey Tomonaga when it comes to name, image, and likeness at Nebraska. Over the weekend, you sent me something from Angel Reese, you know, breakout mm-hmm. star of the season with LSU, who said she's in no rush to get to the WNBA because she can make plenty of money um, at LSU. For for reference, um, this isn't what she's making, but according to some you know, different NIL value, valuation websites, uh, her value is $876,000 mm-hmm. if she stays in college at LSU. She would be making more than the minimum in the WNBA, I would think, but the highest paid player in the WNBA is a February, $252,450. Yes. yes. That's over triple Fact. Angel Reese is making in college than the highest paid WNBA player. Yeah. I can't fault her for staying. You know, Facts. to some degree, you play to go professional, right? That's why you do it. To, you would think to take that next step, to say I played at the highest level. But if you're going to be making over triple in college what you could as a professional, absolutely stay. And if they keep winning, it's only going to continue to go up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what they were able to accomplish, what they were able to do uh, – Right now, women's basketball is probably at its highest uh, peak in, mm-hmm. um, in interest. Mm-hmm. Um, the WNBA is still, um, you know, kind of the, the, the stepsister of the NBA and, and subsidized by them. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're not able to uh, do as much in that aspect as as uh, any others. Now, I would, you know, anyone would love for them to uh, be able to put out a, a pretty good product, a better product. But 
most if I'm if now with NIL, if I'm a woman, I'm staying till I graduate. I'm, mm-hmm. There's no rush for me to get to a, the next level because there's no way you can subsidize it. There's not even as much marketing. There's some marketing that you'll probably be able to do, but that's that, that's few and far between, you know, that you'll be able to do that. But even on the men's side, if you look on the men's at- side, I'm out. Even if I mean, if you get to, if you get NBA money, absolutely. Yeah, but, that, that's if, if you know you go in NBA, I'm yeah, out. absolutely. Facts. If you're on the borderline, though, say G League salary is forty and a half grand. Yeah, solid money, fine. Not yeah. not guaranteed money. Not even Stupid you know two way money. So that's where this brings up this question in my mind: Is it good that the system we have set up with NIL, with the salaries the way they are in the WNBA and the G League? Is it good that more and more players are returning to college? <laughs> um, again, you talking about men's? Are we? Are we? Either. Are we on men's? Either. I, I I think for the women's is good. I think I think there's a um, some hints of dis de- delusion on the men's side sometimes. Okay. I think there's hints of parents. I think there's hints of. A neighborhood and I think there's hints of media whether it be local or sometimes you may find yourself getting um, some national uh, media references and uh, then you have agents and now I, I will say I had an agent that did me a disservice and I you know learning what I've learned I would not do it again you know someone telling you and saying and all of these teams I mean he told me uh, everything that was good. Oh man, Miami. Blah, blah. No, he ran off all these other teams, and you know they want you. I was miserable, so I think he played on the misery of of where I was at. I was in Vancouver. I was miserable, and played off of that. But here's the kicker: he didn't. Want, he wasn't paid because my father and I had negotiated a certain amount with the Dallas Mavericks, and we said if he's able to acquire. Over and above that, he would be paid on the difference between what okay. we we were able to get. And that's what you get agents for, to hopefully take you to the next level. If you can negotiate mm-hmm. a certain spot, it takes you to the next level. But then because he didn't make the full brunt of the percentage on, on the negotiation of that deal, he was leading me to opt out, get out. To where he could get more. So he can get full. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's crazy. I'm down in L.A. playing. Working out with Magic Johnson and all. We was all playing, you know, just, you know, and then everybody's asking me, Strick, how come you ain't in camp? How come you ain't, where you going? I'm like, man, my agent said, my agent. And then all of a sudden, man, I'm in UCLA playing and and, uh, Raymond Brothers. I remember him, man. Love him. Man, Raymond Brothers. Shout out to Raymond Brothers. He was Jamal Tinsley's uh, agent at the time. And he says, Strick, he, he, somebody was like, man, you know, Strick is here. He said, man, me holler at him. Strick, he said, uh, Strick. I, well, what you still doing in L.A.? How come you ain't in camp, man? My agent said, he's like, man, hold on one second. He hung up the phone. He said, I'll call you right back. 30 minutes later, he called me back. He's like, man, Boston wants you right now. I said, what? So then he says, but I need you to, you got to kill the con, you got to kill your um, deal with your agent, and you'll be in Boston tomorrow. Word. So I let my agent know, man, listen, I need to fire you. <laughs> I need to cancel your contract. <laughs> He's like, well, what's going on? You know, what? what's wrong? Um, you know, I still got these teams. No, nah, no, nah, man, I'm on my way to Boston tomorrow. So just go ahead and I'm, I'm going to send you this information. You get you out. And he's like, oh, I already talked to Boston. And he tries to call. I'm No, no, sir. But that's what happens. You have that happen so many times with, with so many individuals that are sold 
something above and beyond what is actually real mm-hmm. and then there's delusion that sits in and then you find a lot of these kids jumping out there getting ahead of themselves getting agents doing all these marketing directors and then they can't come back and so now they're in a <laughs> they're they're in a circle of uh hoping to still try to make it and a lot of them end up overseas and there's some really good overseas leagues but it's yeah. again maybe not where these young athletes had their, their sights set, yeah. which is just how it goes. So let's tackle this question two more ways before we play the shootout with Strick. New format, by the way. Ah. You and I uh, talked about that yeah. at the end of last week. Got a new format. Come on in! So be ready for that. Um, is it good for the professional leagues that more and more student-athletes are returning to school for NIL, in your opinion? I, I think so. I think it's for the betterment of the, of, of, of the college sports in itself. All, all around. Um. I think it makes it tougher. It shrinks that pool as far as high school players because the transfer portal really makes that pool. But then it also broadens the scope and makes parity so much better. And that's why I think we're going to have that consistently in the NCAA going forward. So is it better then for the college game to have more and more players? Yeah, I think so. I would tend to agree, but the only reason I might – push back is that if these players aren't good enough to go to the next level like yes you have your guys that are Numbers. really good college players yeah and that's you know their ceiling they don't fit the yeah. modern game absolutely come back and maximize your money yeah but we've seen and heard so many complaints about college basketball being you know, unwatchable the shooting isn't as good uh boring offenses um stuff like that you look at guys that come back the types of players that come back the guys like Casey Tomonaga that are, you know, electrifying, that are exciting, aren't nearly as common as the Armando Baycots, who I'm sorry, just not fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Trace Jackson Davis is a little different. He's a little more athletic, a little more exciting. But again, a post guy who's so reliant on other people to get him the ball. Hunter Dickinson, a guy that came back. Zach Eady is going to make a lot more at Purdue than he ever will in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can go overseas. It fits but for him. Is that good, not just in terms of the ratings, but in terms of the growth and the health of the college game for more and more of those players to well, come back. Like, like you said, okay, so I, I, I absolutely hear you. I would say the strength of parity and the strength of teams is maturity. Mm-hmm. Having veterans. Yes. We That's saw what that makes the tournament. game. That's mm-hmm. what makes the game better in college. Okay. Yes, some of them may not transition on. Some of them um, but but I would say that those who have been more seasoned have a little bit more time to develop mm-hmm. because the game with with smaller uh, you know smaller lanes really tight got to be very fundamental it benefits you to go overseas and play than it does benefit you for the NBA. So you're 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 going to be probably more ready to go over there than an NBA player that has been in an NBA system than to go over there. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it just depends, right? Sure. I think it just depends. I do want to get some more thoughts from you on that, but we got the shootout to get to. Uh, 402-464-5685, $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. Still the prize for the shootout with Strick. We changed the format, though. Instead of five questions... Uh, like a three-point shootout style. We're doing four questions. I'll give you a dunk, which should hypothetically be the easiest question, a free throw, a three-pointer, and then a half-quarter. You still got to pull a name, 
uh, for your half quarter. Still going to be, you know, that on you to come up with. You do still get your multiple options for the first three. We'll try the new format for the shootout. Uh, be the first to play with the new format. It'd be fun. A badge of honor whether you win or not. Uh, 15 bucks to Buffalo Wings and Rings on the line for the shootout next.